Hello and welcome to the Empowerment Project podcast with me, your host, Katrina Sabrin. A few years ago, I found myself in a really dark and negative place, having no clue what my purpose or identity was outside of being a mum. I was unemployed, depressed, lacked confidence and had no self-esteem and had no clear path for my future. The world of mindset and manifestation came along when I needed it the most and my life did a complete 360. I manifested my dream house, marriage and discovered my purpose and calling and live a life that I truly love. Now I make it my mission to share my teachings and experiences to empower you to have your very own transformation. From this podcast, you can expect simple strategies, practices and tools that will give you the confidence, belief and mindset to create the life of your dreams. Hello my loves and welcome back to another episode of the Empowerment Project podcast. Today we are on episode 22. Free, which is part two of Habit Hacks, How to Create and Stick to Healthy Habits. So if you haven't listened to part one, which was released last week at the time of recording this, then go and listen um, to the first one and then come back to this one because it will make more sense. So I'm just going to drive straight into today's episode. We're going to be discussing the habit hacks that will actually allow you to stick to the healthy habits that you want to implement into your life. So we've discussed why good habits are important. Let's move on to how to actually stick to them long term and how to embody them into our lives. So for me, I feel like, God, over the years, I have, I've created some damn good habits that have served me well. And like I said in the first episode, I feel like the reason so many people fail to stick to a habit is because they don't know the rules to follow or they're relying on willpower alone. And obviously this is what I tried to do for such a long time and I failed so many times. But if this is you, fear not because I'm going to give you all of the secrets and the hacks that will allow you to really stick to and sustain these habits long term. So if like me, at some point you've decided to start implementing a a new habit into your life but you failed miserably um what are we now we're literally about a few months away from the new year 2024 like when the hell did that happen but I know that come January there'll be so many of you who like me would sit down and be like right that's it new year new new me I'm gonna start doing this I'm gonna start doing this I'm gonna start healthy eating I'm gonna quit smoking I'm gonna stop drinking and literally give it what maybe a, a few few days maybe a few weeks maybe even if you're lucky you might be able to sustain it till the end of the month but then it kind of just just trails off so like I said the reason that people fail and this was including myself to stick to a good good habit they wanted to implement was because they were trying to use willpower as a method and willpower alone and that is never going to end well so if you try to stick to a habit using willpower alone chances are you are going to fail. Like willpower on its own isn't enough to get you to commit to and sustain a long-term habit. So I used to really beat myself up about this for not being able to stick to a new habit. But obviously now I realize I wasn't giving myself the best chance as I didn't know the rules. Like I didn't know 
the rules to follow in order to give myself the best shot at creating and sustaining long-term habits. So with willpower, it basically relies on you feeling motivated. Willpower is like an emotion, it's a feeling, and we are human beings. We don't have the same emotions day in, day out. Our emotions kind of They'll change, we'll, we'll feel different feelings, we'll feel different emotions. So like I said, it just isn't possible to have the feeling of feeling motivated every single day. Like, it's not. Because like I said, our feelings and emotions dictate and impact the level of motivation that you feel. Plus, add to that our hormones and cycles, especially if you're a woman, where there'll be like particular days in your cycle and if you haven't kind of looked into how that impacts your cycles, I think that's something I'm going to talk about. So I'm going off on a complete tangent, but you will know that there are certain days in your cycle where you just do not have the motivation or the willpower or the get up and go to do anything. And that's completely okay. We honor those cycles now. So anyway, once you understand the principles of creating habits using these specific hacks that I'm going to share with you, it makes sticking to habits so much easier and increases the long-term sustainability tenfold. So over the years, like I said, I've not only been able to create amazing habits, I've also been able to break what people might deem as bad habits, such as smoking, drinking, vaping, and the habits that I've been able to incorporate into my life, such as like daily personal development and daily exercise, they've really, I can't tell you how much they have impacted my life in such a positive way. Like it's been incredible. So anyway, enough talk. Let's get into the actual hacks so you can start implementing new habits and getting rid of the old ones that are no longer serving you. So hack number one, reframing. Often we can take a good habit, such as healthy eating, and look at it in a real negative way, just focusing on the fact that we have to give something up. So we focus on the fact that we're not going to be able to eat like certain foods, such as chocolate or cakes or crisps. And we turn this into something that moving forward, we feel like we're missing out on. This perception immediately makes us feel bad and deprived. And when we don't feel good about something, it makes us, it makes it very difficult to feel motivated or excited about the prospect of not having something in our lives that we believed, I say that in quotation marks, made us feel happy. On the numerous occasions that I tried to quit smoking over the years, I would immediately feel like I was being forced to stop something that I believed, again in quotation marks, gave me pleasure. And I told myself that I needed, you know, I needed to smoke and that I really enjoyed enjoyed it. That's something I said over and over again to myself. Like I was always affirming, oh, I really enjoy smoking. Like I need it. I need it. However, once I changed the perception of smoking from something that gave me pleasure to something that caused me to feel stress rather than relieve it. Because when you think about it, all it was doing was relieving. So when you smoke, all you're doing is relieving the craving for nicotine. You're not actually relieving stress. So when you think about it, non-smokers, they don't have a need to relieve the craving for nicotine. Like it's just something that we like we don't experience. So really all I was doing was actually adding to my stress levels because not only did I have my day-to-day stresses that I was dealing with, I was adding to that with the constant need to satisfy my nicotine craving. 
and the addiction of smoking was only relieving the craving that basically I had created in the first instance. Like if I had never started smoking, I would never have a craving that I needed to satisfy. Does that make sense? So add to that, it made me smell disgusting and it cost a bloody fortune. I gradually came to the realization that smoking did absolutely nothing for me and I had a choice to remove it completely from my life. So if we choose to reframe the new healthy habits and start to look at them in a different way, it changes the game. So instead of saying, I have to eat healthily, or I have to quit smoking, start saying, I get to eat healthily and fuel my body, which in turn is going to make me feel and look so much better. Do you see how this creates a completely different mindset shift? Instead of focusing on the negatives, start to shift your mind to all the benefits that the new habit you want to implement is going to bring to your life. So sit down and start making a list of all the benefits and the positives that the new healthy habit is going to bring to your life. The key is to make this habit become as attractive as possible in your mind. So those those of you who want to quit smoking or want to quit vaping, I used an app. I don't know if it's still around. I'm pretty sure it is. It was free at the time. And honestly, it was amazing. So it was called Quit Sure. So that's Quit, Q-U-I-T, Sure, S-U-R-E. And basically, like I said, it didn't rely, you're not relying on willpower to quit because I've tried to do that so many times over the years and failed epically. So with Quit Sure, it basically works um, in rewiring the subconscious, like I said. So instead of, it it forces you to switch your perception. So instead of viewing smoking as something pleasurable, but something that you need, something that you enjoy, it kind of rewires the neural pathways to believe that actually it's something that you don't need it's something that's adding no benefit to your life and again it's affirming those things again and again and again until it completely rewires your neural neural pathways and that is why it works so well and that is why I'm going on tangent again coaching is so amazing because like you can tell someone something till you're blue in the face and the people used to say to me oh but it's bad for you it's bad for you bad for you you're blue in the face and I was just like okay well I know this but it was only until I started to rewire my my subconscious mind that it was something clicked and I was able to stop vaping because basically I had stopped smoking using a vape realized it was horrendous for my health as well. And then I was vaping more than I ever smoked. And then I needed help uh, from this app in order to help me to stop vaping. So you can use it for va- to stop smoking. You can use it to stop vaping. Like it's called Quit Sure. It's based on stop smoking, but it works in the same way. Anyway, let's move on to hack number two, which is make it easy. The next hack is to make it easy. So make these new habits easy. Our brains will always automatically choose the easier option. So this is why we're drawn to things that are more convenient for us, like, I don't know, microwave meals instead of cooking or jumping into the car instead of walking to the shops. In order to make a habit stick, you need to make the habit as easy as possible for you to stick to. The moment something seems too difficult or inconvenient, your subconscious mind will try to reject it. Make good habits easy by setting up your environment for success. So what do I mean by this? So I've created a new habit where I get up and I work out now first thing in the morning, okay? So I knew that in order to stick to this habit, I would need to set up my environment for success in order to make this habit 
sustainable and something I will stick to long term. So basically, I choose to work out now in my bedroom so I don't physically have to go anywhere. So if it's raining outside, um, I won't be able to use this as an excuse. And I don't even have to get dressed in order to work out. So also I'm doing my um, for my yoga um, in the mornings because it's been amazing for my back. For those of you who don't know, I've got back issues where um, I've got like herniated disc, I've got narrowing of the spine and I've had issues with it for the last God, how many years. And yoga is amazing for strengthening my core and relieving the back pain. So I'm basically following um, at the moment this 30 day plan. So there's no pondering on like um, oh, what workout should I do? No t- scrolling, trying to find a decent workout. I don't have to search or scroll. I just follow the plan in on the days of like numerical order. Does that make sense? So by making this habit really, really easy, I found that I've stuck to it. I literally just roll out of bed, put the TV on, and the next day's workout is ready and waiting for me. It's literally on average about 20 minutes. So I don't have any resistance with my brain telling me that I haven't got the time. I just wake up, put the TV on, get it done. If you want to eat better, for example, setting up your environment for success could be removing unhealthy foods, planning your meals in advance, and then having a food delivery with those exact ingredients ready for you to make healthy, nutritious meals every day. So this is something I've actually started doing. I've been doing it for a while now. So every kind of, what day do I do it on? Normally like a Friday or Saturday, I'll sit down, plan the meals for the whole week. Then I'll check my food cupboard and be like, right, okay, what ingredients do I need in order to make these meals? Go on to um, like whatever supermarket you want, literally order the exact ingredients. So then I know, okay, every day I know what I'm making. I know that I've got all the ingredients in order to make it. And then there we go. No no temptation to go and get takeaway, which I don't really enjoy that much anyway these days. Um, so it could be preparing some delicious chopped fruit um, to have in the fridge for when you get that sweet tooth craving. If habits are easy and convenient, you're so much more likely to stick to them. Hack number three, make bad habits or the alternative difficult and unattractive. So going back to healthy eating, in order to eat healthier, we need to make the habit of eating junk food difficult. So by removing junk food from your environment, it is going to make the bad habit difficult. So if you've got, like I said, prepared healthy, nutritious snacks in advance and have the healthy snacks ready and waiting at your convenience, chances are when you get that twinge of like, oh, I really fancy something, you know that you can go straight to your fridge and have access to something that is ready for you to eat immediately versus having to get ready, go to the shops to buy, I don't know, some crisp or chocolate. Like what one is your brain going to be drawn to the most? The easiest option, isn't it? So if you've got a habit of gambling, for example, you could be asked to be banned from your local casinos or bingo halls, or you can actually do this thing now where you block yourself from like those mobile um, gambling sites if you're addicted to your phone get a plug-in device that plugs into your router and it switches off the wi-fi at a specific time or do what i do and literally move my phone to the other side of the room so i'm not getting out of bed to go and grab my phone like i'm i just can't be bothered something i'm not going to do or if you feel like oh god i've got a real problem with my phone i just can't get out of that habit and i'll just get up and walk across the room lock it somewhere like go and put it in your car lock it up in your car overnight so you're not going to get up and go to your car and get your phone out like it's going to be locked away you know it's safe and you're not going to have that temptation there if you find yourself if you find that you're not getting like a great night's sleep at night because you're sitting there in bed watching tv until the early hours you could either remove the tv from your bedroom completely or 
remove the fuse from the plug socket. Okay, that's going to remove that temptation. Remove, remove the fuse, throw it away, and not being funny, you're not going to go and start hunting down a fuse so you can watch TV, are you? The key is to make these bad habits as difficult and as inconvenient as possible in order to create resistance to doing them. Hack number four make it satisfying. So when something feels good, we basically get that dopamine hit to the brain that makes us want to repeat the action that led to us feeling that way in the first place. So unfortunately, this can work against us with bad habits, such as being addicted to likes on social media or the feeling of satisfaction you get when you go shopping, which can lead to an addiction of purchasing unnecessary things from Amazon. I'm not talking about myself here. Um, it can make our good habits satisfying and rewarding. And if it does that, we're far more likely to stick to them and keep repeating them. So obviously, by making it satisfying and getting that dopamine hit, we can use that to our de- detriment as discussed, or we can actually use it to our advantage. So what is rewarded is repeated. I'm going to say that again. When something is rewarded, we are more inclined to repeat that thing. Something like creating a visual tracking system can be so, so satisfying and rewarding. When you see that streak growing over time, it's so visually rewarding and also satisfying. So what I mean by this is, you know that you can get those um, trackers, those tick off trackers that you can either buy um, in like a daily planner or you can actually download a habit tracking app to keep on your phone, where you can just like, obviously, every time you've done it, you'll tick it off. And by seeing that streak, that growing streak, you're going to be more inclined to stick to a new habit, as you're not going to want to break that streak. And as your streak grows, this in itself is going to be your reward, seeing that you've actually managed to commit and stay committed to the habit that you're that you're um, trying to sustain and, and um, incorporate into your life. You can give yourself an immediate reward, such as allowing yourself to scroll on your phone for 10 minutes after completing a habit that you want to stick to or do something that you really enjoy. So you could say to yourself, right, okay, I'm going to go out for a run. And after I've completed that run, I will allow myself to sit there for 10 minutes and scroll to my heart's content on social media, like for 10 minutes or whatever. If you're trying to quit smoking, for example, you could set yourself up an account and title it, I don't know, Trip Abroad. And every day you go about smoking, you move across £10 to that account. I think the last time I checked smoking, like a pack of fags was like £10. Not only are you going to see that money increase daily, which is so rewarding, you're also going to have the satisfaction of knowing that you are going to get an incredible reward of going on a lovely holiday destination. So like I said, I think the last time I checked, smoke pack of cigarettes was like £10 to smoke a day. If you save that £10 every day for a year, you would have saved £3,500, or actually £3,520 to be precise, to take a lovely trip. Um, or it could be something else that you that you really want to buy yourself or treat yourself, like it could be a new wardrobe or I don't know, whatever. But having that habit, sorry, having that reward to look forward to and then also seeing that money increase every single day is going to be so satisfying and so rewarding, you're more inclined to stick to it. Habit number five, which is habit stacking. Now, this is something I do and it works really, really well for me. So the theory behind habit stacking is basically that if 
you compare a new habit with an old had old habit that is already kind of like deeply ingrained in you something you do daily it's going to be so much easier to incorporate the new habit because you do the old habit anyway so it's always going to serve as a reminder of you to do like the new habit so think of all the habits you automatically do every single day without fail these could be things like brushing your teeth driving doing your hair and getting into bed each night I've combined various new habits that I now stick to because I've paired them with habits that I already do. So for example, each night when I get into bed, obviously that's something I do every night without fail, I get into my own bed, I'll read a chapter of a book. I get into bed each night and the book's waiting for me on the side of the bed. So now I automatically pick up a book and read a chapter because getting into bed is something I do every day without fail. And now I associate getting into bed at night with reading. Um, I will do things like listening to my affirmations when I do my hair or my skincare. These two things are something I now do daily anyway. So it was kind of like no hardship for me to press plan Spotify and listen to the affirmations at the same time that I'm doing my morning routine. Over time, the new habits will go hand in hand with the old ones. So, for example, my daughter, she's got, um, she basically needs to strengthen her ankles. She's got a thing where basically her foot kind of turns inward so we've taken her to like the doctors and the physiotherapists she's actually been referred to an orthopedic um surgeon to kind of look at her ankles um more but in the interim they want her to work on strengthening her ankles so in order to get her to do these exercise they said in the morning do the exercise when you're brushing your teeth and at night do it when do it when you're brushing your teeth in the evening so now she knows that she does her her physio which is basically standing on tiptoes raise tiptoe raises I don't know there's probably a more technical name <laughs> but I just call them tiptoe raises so she does that every single morning when she's brushing her teeth and then she does the same exercise every night um, when she brushes her teeth before she goes to bed so that is a way to get her to kind of associate okay I'm brushing my teeth I need to do my physio exercises they kind of are going hand in hand with one another so if you can try to combine um, these hacks along with willpower you will have the greatest chance of developing and sustaining really great habits that are going to benefit you in your life. And remember, with better habits, anything is possible. So I would love to hear if these habits work for you, how you've incorporated them into your life, and how it's helped you create and sustain long-term habits. I'm going to wrap it up here now, guys. I hope you found this episode useful. Moving forward, and now this is something that I have discussed quite a bit on my social medias, I want to, obviously I'm going to give you mindset hacks because I feel like mindset hacks and tips and discoveries are the basis of everything, but I want to start incorporating more spiritual topics into the podcast. It's something that I um, am very, I'm very passionate about. Um, I haven't really gone into too much depth and I was saying this on my stories this morning that I haven't really spoken about my own spiritual awakenings in a lot of depth because I felt like I hadn't got it all figured out but I was then like actually you don't have to have something all figured out in order to speak about it and when you start to speak about the things that you're passionate about you're more inclined to attract people of a similar mindset with similar interests and forge those deeper connections also, with that in mind, I really want to get um, people who have a spiritual interest or a spiritual business or just feel passionate about spirituality in general. Now, I feel like spirituality is very subjective. So 
take that as what spirituality means so many different things to different people so whether it be that you have an interest in crystals or you're an energy healer or you love the law of attraction and manifestation or you're someone who's into reiki or you're someone who is really into um holistic lifestyles and natural foods and natural um healing methods whether you're someone who is interested in homeopathy it could be anything I would love to have a conversation with you. I'd love to get you on the podcast. If it's something that you're interested in doing, please reach out to me on my socials. Um, on my Instagram, it's at katrina.sabrin. My Facebook is just Katrina Sabrin. I will post details in the show notes of how you can contact me. But I would love to have you on the podcast and just, yeah, engage in really sort of meaningful uh conversation about the things that you find interesting whether or not it's something you want to discuss whether or not you want to discuss your spiritual awakening I feel like the next episode will be something that I will be the episode that I talk about my spiritual awakenings because I feel like I've had multiple awakenings in more detail so yeah I'm really looking forward to discussing that further um like I said I'm gonna wrap it up there I hope you have the best week and I look forward to speaking to you next week see you later bye bye Thank you so much for taking the time to be with me today. I really appreciate and value your time. If you enjoyed today's episode, please share and leave a star rating. It would really mean so much to me and also help the pod to reach more people. If you want to get more content from me, pop along to my free Facebook community group, The Empowerment Project, where you can expect everything mindset, manifestation and personal development. The link is in the show notes.